Come As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr. Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast. Welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. Hello. This week, I want to briefly talk to you about the idea of stillness and hobbies. Two things I've been researching quite a lot, which kind of came out of, I suppose, the thought about, well, what am I going to do with my time if I'm not doing social media for my business? Wow, it's amazing how much time there is when I'm no longer doing that. But I guess for me, it's been interesting going back through history, weirdly enough, because one of the questions I have had is, well, what did mothers do in the past when they were frazzled, when they were exhausted, when they were feeling disconnected? You know, I think about this um, meme that a friend sent me once. I can't remember what the painting was or who did it or anything like that, but it's basically a mother and she's sitting breastfeeding and her hand is pointing out to something. And so the joke goes that she left her phone in an, in another room. <laughs> So that, speaking to that sort of image, I guess, and when you look back through history of like what women spent their time doing, the fascinating thing is that women in the past, mothers in the past, they did have time for hobbies. They did have time for coming together and doing things collectively as a community. So whether it is, you know, going down to the river and doing the washing, um, I think it was last year or maybe the year before there was this popular article going around about how, I think it's in one of Brene Brown's books, but I don't know which one, there's this story about these women who used to go down to the river and do their washing together. And then once washing machines came along, all these women like got really depressed. So of course it wasn't, you know, the introduction of the washing machine, keeping women tied to doing their laundry about depression it was more just that they weren't seeing each other anymore and they weren't connecting and um you look back through just the different um you know songs and rituals and rhythms that women used to have together even if it was doing something mundane so this interesting idea of hobbies I think some of us sometimes cringe a bit myself included and go oh that sounds like too much of a time commitment it sounds like something I might not immediately be good at. This is another thing that women do. I found myself doing it (laughs) that I don't want to do anything that I'm not immediately good at. I have enough sense of 
failure <laughs> throughout my day as a mother, you could say, that I don't want to include anything else. And yet it is so important to be a parent of children and showing them the pursuit of an activity just for the joy of doing it, just for the love of doing it, whether you are good at it or not good at it. So the book I've been listening to recently is Stillness by Ryan Holiday. And whilst it is full of very masculine references to political leaders and, um, you know, politics through history and there's this whole section about Winston Churchill and the Stoics and it's not normally something I would listen to. But that's actually quite a good thing because in a roundabout way, I thought, well, how that's amazing to me how listening to (laughs) some anecdotes about Winston Churchill and how he took up oil painting and he used to do bricklaying. So he, in amongst all his other things that he did, all the books he wrote, all the speeches, all the places he travelled, all the things he must have seen in his lifetime, one of his hobbies was literally laying bricks. He could do up to 90 an hour. Wasn't necessarily particularly good at it, didn't care, but he spent that time with his daughter carrying bricks back and forth, chatting, playing, to have that downtime, to have that sense of stillness and purpose. And potentially the other thing I think that's really important for parents is it can find you that sense of control in your day, just a tiny little bit. So, you know, the the art of seeing a pile of wood chopped or stacked up, or it might be that you go running, you go for a long walk. You know, there's so many people in history who came up with their brilliant ideas and did their best work while walking, not to lose weight, not to like track calories or see what their Fitbit's doing, but just walking. That's a form of mindfulness, I suppose, where you don't have to have your eyes closed. So yeah, it's been fascinating looking through history at what people used to do with their time when they weren't parenting, working, or, you know, finding, I suppose, what we have now, which is the kind of low leisure, low reward activities. And one of my big things is to get us back to this idea of aiming for something higher that has more satisfaction, that takes, yes, a bit more effort, a little bit more planning, but finding that true joy, that true purpose in life that, you know, doesn't have any particular measurable outcomes, all right? So you might start learning to play an instrument again and the goal might be to do something amazing with it, but it might literally just be to show up and pick it up and play it just for something to do. It might not be that you want to take up brick laying, but maybe it's painting, maybe it's knitting, maybe it's crocheting, maybe it's some sort of handicraft. I think we have lost the art that is learning through doing by using our hands. And if you think about way, way, way back before, I guess we have records of language and written down text, the way that humans primarily learned things was with their hands and doing and getting together and telling stories. And I think we've lost so much of that. So my challenge for myself has been to get back into this idea of hobbies and stillness and something just for the sake of doing something. The other thing that made me think about this, of course, was during lockdown, um, so my daughter who's in prep, her art teacher asked, like, make a mandala, right? What a beautiful, like, thing to just sit and do. Go out and pick some flowers in the garden, find some rocks, 
and make a mandala. And then you could wreck it and make it again and make it again and make it again just for the purpose of stillness, allowing the mind to rest, not trying to be solving a problem, not trying to be controlling all the uncontrollables. And we see this with young children all the time. They want to read the same story over and over and over. They want to build a tower and knock it down and build it up and knock it down over and over and over and over and over. There is something innately human and satisfying and I think potentially quite calming for the nervous system about engaging in a rhythmic task that has no particular measurable outcome, no particular purpose other than to give yourself some downtime, some stillness because without that stillness, without that sense of small but tiny, like measurable, meaningful kind of outcomes that you can see for yourself, like literally, there's a pile of something I did, there's a painting I did, there's a sound I produced out of an instrument, there's something I made, even if it's lumpy, even if it's imperfect, that gives us a sense of satisfaction. And to be modelling this for your children, right, that it's so important to be doing things, not always with this purpose of like, well, what am I going to get out of it? What award am I going to get? What money am I going to earn? But just to be living. So thinking about hobbies, thinking about stillness, thinking about what tasks that you could find. It might be things that your ancestors did. It can be fascinating. I'd encourage you to spend five, ten minutes going back, thinking about your cultural lineage and what did women spend their time doing? What did they do together? Is that something you could bring into your own life? Just a thought, but there is a whole, whole world of interesting research that's out there about the power of stillness and hobbies. So I just wanted to give you that teeny tiny little snippet. That's it for now.